our effort is not to fight sin or to fight the enemy. It's to fight myself and my tendency to stay away from Christ. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Kettering Connect, the weekly video cast where we hang out here every single week with the speaker of the previous weekend to take some time, just a few minutes to unpack the scriptures and apply them to our lives. And today we are joined not by a stranger, but by a member here of the Kettering Church, who oftentimes I feel like you're playing a lot, right? Like within our worship sets, like it doesn't matter what the venue, like there's Jerry, right? So he's Love preaching, to play music. he's <laughs> playing, he's singing. Uh, anyway, so Jerry Mon, uh so, so grateful that you are part of our community, but not only Thanks. that, but you are a leader in leading worship. And uh, anyway, I just really greatly appreciate you. So we're joined Thanks by so Jerry much. again. Good to be here. Yeah. And I think this is the yeah. second time, I think, it since is. The, of the Kettering Connect era. That's right. Uh, yeah, which is, yeah. we only started doing during COVID. Okay. Um, and this happens to be, if I'm not mistaken, episode 27. Wow. Uh, so it's hard we've to believe, been, isn't it? yeah, it's been going quickly. So yeah. this week, you talked about, right, we're in the middle of an I Am series. We're yes. calling it I Am Now, which right. is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and you spoke about how uh, John 10 where Jesus talks about how he is the gate or the door. Yes, he says, I am the uh, the door in, in kind of some of the old versions of the Bible. Newer, yeah. newer ones translated, I am the gate. Yeah. yeah. Um, so real quick, um, you have your scriptures there. Yes. Uh, let's just read, and then we'll kind of talk about it a little bit. Let's read from verses, so we're in John 10. Let's read from verse 1 to 10. Okay. And then we'll just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, do you mind reading Sure, it? Absolutely. Uh, This is New International Version. Uh, Jesus says there, Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought brought out all his own, He goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So it's so beautiful. And within this pericope, within this passage, um, there's this beautiful imagery of, of a shepherd, right? right. And, uh, but we're, we're going to talk about that in a few weeks. <laughs> uh-huh. right? So that's another sermon that I believe Pastor Andrea is actually going to, is going to preach on that one. Okay. So we're not going to talk about that, but so, but there is this element where he says, no, I am like this, this inanimate object, right? I'm like yeah. this, this gate or this door. Mm-hmm. And, and I think to kind of, help us understand what this would look like a little bit more would be if we understand like really what, what would this have looked like in the first century? Like, so my translation says a sheep fold, yeah. um, or where they would keep the gate. Right. Um, and oh, did you study that? Yeah. Yeah. So you've got the sheep pen and, and you know, yeah. it's, it's a, a bunch of stones piled up, yep. uh, 
m- maybe something else, but but stones typically, and uh, you know they're they're kind of circled, so the the, the sheep are in there, mm-hmm. and then there's an opening. Mm-hmm. That's where the sheep come and go, and uh, it's it's fairly small, mm-hmm. and it's just big enough that the shepherd might uh, rest there, might sleep there. Right. So he truly was. The, He's the actually, physical door or gate. Right, right. He keeps the sheep in, other creatures out. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, not just creatures, but he actually alludes to it a little bit later, or yeah. like a thief, a right? Thief. Someone yep. that yep. wants to do them harm. Absolutely. Um, so it's really this this beautiful image of, of someone, the shepherd who is there, um, to protect. He's taking care of He's them. taking care of them, yeah, which... Yeah. It's really a beautiful, beautiful, you know, image. Um, Absolutely. The other thing, though, I think is interesting, though, because the word door, we were talking about this a little bit ago. The word door is all over, or gate, is all over the scriptures. I counted right. over 400 times. It's okay. in here. Um, and oftentimes it's referred to, uh, there, there are lots of times where it talks about, like, the tabernacle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. tabernacle from the, from the First Testament, yeah. and which really is this... Everything within the tabernacle and the sanctuary, the pieces of furniture, it is yeah. all symbolic of Jesus. Right, um, right. But it was really this, this idea of a process of a sinner approaching God. Yes. And they entered through this one gate. And mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. almost like, yes, the, um, Jesus is there. I am the protector. Like, understand this. But then also understand how you are going to begin this relationship with God, how are you going to start to understand who God is, is if you enter in this one gate by you, by right. you understanding me. And it just makes me think about uh, where Jesus says, if you've seen me, then you've seen the Father. Yes, yes. It, it, it brings to mind, as you talk about the sanctuary, I preached a sermon here. It's probably been eight years ago, maybe, mm. before you were here. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, on the on the sanctuary, okay. and how each piece of the sanctuary uh, points to Jesus, paints a picture. The, uh, you've got the the light. Right. Jesus says, "I am the light I of the world." world. You've yep. got the uh, the showbread. I am the, the bread, bread of, of life. life. Um, you've got the curtains. You mm-hmm. walk in th- through Jesus. Mm-hmm. You end up in the most holy place mm-hmm. where you have this. Um, the Ark of the Covenant. It's the Ark of the Covenant, but it's where. God rests. It's, yeah, yeah. it's his seat. Yeah. And he, he, you know, he could have called it a judgment seat because sure. that happens yeah, there. Yeah, sure. He could have called it my throne because right. it certainly was. Right. But he doesn't. He calls That's it right. the mercy so seat because as you come into Jesus, the one thing we need the most right. is mercy. Oh, that's and so that true. is what's at the heart of it. And so we enter in through the door, through the, the opening into the sanctuary, through Jesus, into right. that Jesus life. To come for salvation, to come for mercy. Right. Yeah. No, and I love yeah. that. And it's that's in the First Testament, the Old Testament. I remember way back when we started doing these, my friend Patty, who... <laughs> Used to be with us. He's we still re- alive. We, remember, we remember him well. But we are re- remembering my friend Patty. <laughs> but I remember Patty and I talking about how a lot of times um, people, we love Jesus. We love the God of the New Testament. But, ooh, that God of the Old Testament, he's kind of mm, scary and yeah, judgmental yeah. and angry yeah. all the time. And it's like, no, no, no. That's, that's in the Old Testament, too. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this, this beautiful imagery of how we have this God who, who lives to give mercy, who, yeah. who is very generous. And, you know, Absolutely. What it's else? just this beautiful picture of the salvation yeah. that comes from Jesus. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
And then I was also thinking about this idea of doors and gates and stuff. And, um, <laughs> and then I thought about sometimes, especially when I worked at an academy. Yeah. Um, you worked at an academy, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you know what I'm talking about. Um, where did you ever do like room checks? You, you, you take your oh, students yeah. on a trip or whatever. Right. Dude, room checks are the worst. I mean, okay, maybe <laughs> not the worst. I can think of some worse things. But not many though. They can be pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I remember several times, and I'm sure you probably could too, when you're doing room checks, it's late at night, you're checking the kids in and you see something. You wish you you hadn't, yes. right? Yes. Um, so I guess my question is like, have you ever entered a door? Right, we're talking about doors and entering and stuff. Have you ever entered a door that you wish you hadn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, and actually, I remember uh, as a summer camp director. Oh yeah, uh, one of my staff walking into a door and seeing a couple staff in there doing things they shouldn't be they doing should, at right, camp, right. And, and then having to come tell me. Yes. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So walking through a door can, uh, can be positive, but it can be a little scary too. Right. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times so I was thinking about this whole idea and, um, and in your sermon, you alluded to it, um, right? Because, you know, I do a lot of counseling with high school and college and just all sorts of people. Um, and I know you have done that and continue to do that as well, but it seems like life is nothing but a hallway of doors. And it's almost mm-hmm. like every door, yes, they're physical, right? Yeah. Um, like I was actually counting earlier. I'm such a dork. I was counting like, how many doors am I going to walk through today? And I totally lost track after like 50 or something. And it was like early in the morning, like doors are everywhere. Um, and it's almost like because they're everywhere, you almost don't even see them, right? You right, don't, right. don't even acknowledge, okay, there, it, yeah. yeah, of course it's there. But, you know, it's like that idea that you don't see it just because it's so familiar. Um, right. But this whole idea of like how doors almost serve as spaces for choices, like yes. every door is a choice. Right. It's, yeah. You know, yeah, I mentioned uh, in, in my sermon uh, this week, I, I talked about uh, let's make a deal, the old game yeah, show. Yeah, right, right. And uh-huh. people had to make a choice. Are you going to choose door number one, door number two, door number three? You're looking for, you want you, you want the new car, right. not the turtle wax. Right, you right. Know? And, and what am I going to choose? And uh, all you see is a door. You mm-hmm. don't know what's behind it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the truth is life is like that so often. We, right. we come to doors and uh, I don't know what's on the other side. Right. Um, I was talking with a friend just this afternoon um, who, who's a, a young adult. At, at that point in her life, she's, she's trying to figure out mm-hmm. what door does God want me to go through? Mm-hmm. Um, what doors is he opening for me? Mm-hmm. What doors is he closing? And, uh, you know, she's just working through some of that stuff. We all face that every single day. Absolutely. What door right. should I choose today? Right. And and I think if you if we just think about how did I get here? Like even now, in this moment, how did Jerry and myself, how were we in the basement of our church <laughs> doing these video casts? Yeah, well, yeah. you know, we started going through the well, you accepted to preach and I accepted to do to do this and well we have COVID, right? And, and why are we here in Southwest Ohio? Right. Just mm-hmm. If we just take a moment to reflect on why are we here, right. it's just a series of choices Absolutely. that we've made and doors yeah. that either opened mm-hmm. or stayed locked, right? And we just walked past them, yeah. which I think is interesting. And then that got me thinking about this idea of revolving doors, okay? Uh, right? And because uh, there's a thing out there, right, in psychology called like the, the revolving door syndrome, where, you know, you, you make this one choice, but then that choice leads to this, but that just leads you right back. Right. And so we call that, you know, a habit or an addiction, or Mm -hmm. for some people, maybe Mm -hmm. it's like a toxic relationship, um, where you can't seem to get out of this revolving 
revolving door. Sure, um, sure. And what I love about the passage, I think it's in verse 9, where it says, Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely, and I will find good pastures. Um, yeah. It's almost like, yes, doors are also really good entry points, but they're also really good exit points. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As a way to yeah. get away from these this, this revolving door syndrome that we suffer yeah. through sometimes. And there, there, we all have things in our lives that uh, we need to say. You know, that's not what God wants me. I, I, I choose. I've been choosing to live in this, and 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 I know it's hurting me. Right. And mm-hmm. I need to. Uh, uh, and Jesus says, I am the door. Come, right. come this way. And sometimes it's hard, right? Yeah, we yeah. want to stop this habit yes, or we want yes. to stop this relationship. Like we realize it, right? Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's hard to know what to do and how to do it and when to say certain things. Mm-hmm. And, and so mm-hmm. it's almost like, okay, God, like I need you to you know, give me the eyes to see and the ears right. to hear your leading so that I can get off of this yeah. ridiculous yeah. revolving door. Because yeah. yeah, within yeah. revolving doors, like the mall or whatever, uh-huh. like there's always uh-huh. that space. You can either choose to stay with it or... Yeah. You know, you can choose the off-ramp or right, whatever right. to walk out of the space. Yeah. Um, and then another thing I was thinking about here real quick, it, it, also in verse 9, um, this whole idea of coming and going freely. Yes. <laughs> and we were talking about this a little bit ago. So um, as like my wife could testify and, and people that know me well, I'm, I'm pretty cheap. Uh, I'll admit that. <laughs> I'm, I'm very efficient with my funds. And um, But sometimes when you're on vacation, you go to a hotel or whatever, and you go to put your car in. Or, or park the car, like you have to stay there, right? You pay the fee or whatever, and right, then right. you can't leave, right? I mean, if you leave, that's fine, but you're going to give up that spot, uh-huh, or, uh-huh. or then you have to pay extra or whatever <laughs> right, to right. come back, and I never want to do that. But every now and then, right, we'll go to a hotel, they, they'll hand you like a tag, right, which is kind of, yes. I'm sure there's a name for it, um, but it's basically <laughs> right. the, this this privilege where you can come and go freely. Yeah, yeah. come um, and go privileges. Okay, good, yeah, let's yeah, go with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, sure. and so it's like, yeah, even if you leave, yes. We will have a spot for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I don't know, for whatever reason, like that really kind of jumped out to me, right? Where in verse nine, like Jesus is here, he's speaking, he says, I yeah. am the gate. Um, those who come in through me will be saved. Mm-hmm. They will come and go freely. And it's yeah. like, no, I have a spot for you. Here's what, what that brings to, to mind for me. Yeah. My initial picture is, okay, I want to be a sheep. I want to be on the inside. I want yeah, to be right. in the pen. Right. Jesus is the way in, and I'm here, and, and that's all good. And and I think that is very much a part of what he's saying. But there's this whole other dynamic. That it says the sheep come and go. Right. And they're going to sleep in there, but during the day, they're going to go they're out, out, out the pasture, yeah. and they're still okay. They're still sure. under the shepherd's care. Sure. So what does the door, the gate represent then? And the thought that came to my mind, we we do this in life every day. We come and go, right? Mm-hmm. I wake up at home at some point after I've had breakfast and mm-hmm. gotten ready for the day, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to work. I'm mm-hmm. going to go do whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back. The door represents home. Mm. You know, no matter where I go, all in, under the shepherd's care, but he's always home. Right. He's that safe place. Right. Yeah. And yeah. when and I don't want to get into it cuz I know mm. we have another sermon coming about the shepherd, but that whole yeah, idea yeah. of my sheep know my voice, right? So he's actively right. engaging and anyway, I know that's a different sermon yeah. and he's the gate, but we'll let you have that one on. Yeah, so that's a good in a few one. Weeks. Yeah. Stay tuned, we'll talk about yeah. that in a few weeks. Uh, but yeah, to your point, right? The he, Jesus is rep, as the gate represents the home piece. Um and a little earlier, like I mentioned, there are over 400 times the word door is in the scriptures, mm. but one of them is in Revelation where John the Revelator, right, he's on the island of Patmos and he, he has this vision um and in, in Revelation 4, verse 1, it says, I look up 
I looked up and I saw an open door in mm. heaven. Um, I think that's just good news for some people, right? Because sometimes yeah, we yeah. think, oh, there's heaven and we have these images of, of the closed gate, right? We even have jokes about it. Well, right, you right. know, they're, the, the saints are trying to get in or, you know, whatever. Um, but no, that's not it. There is a door, mm-hmm. but it's open. It's always open. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it was good. And then, you know, last thing there in the passage for the, for this week, uh, is 10, John 10, 10, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy, which is interesting. It's not yes. the shepherd's purpose. That's right. Right. It's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, my purpose is to give them a, ri- well, my version, New Living Translation, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Wow. Um, Love that. But I think, you know, sometimes, right, bad things happen, right? We could talk about that forever. Um, And oftentimes we think, well, if if God was so good, then why? Um, Which I think we've all have that question, right? And we've either asked it in the past or honestly, we'll probably ask in the future, right? This is something we we process. But I think, you know, Jesus's words are are pretty clear. Let's be clear. The thief comes or his purpose, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, we can't just say, well, this is all on God. No, there's a, there's an evil one and a ruler of darkness out there. Absolutely. Um, and I didn't spend much time on this in, in my sermon, mm. uh, uh, that there is an enemy. Although one of my 10 points was that, that, uh, one of the things God does is protect. Yes, it, from it was the number enemy. four. I wrote it down. Well, there you go. Yeah, I wrote down your top uh, ten. So safety, and protection. Uh, safety and protection from the enemy. From yeah. the enemy. Um, and, and so Jesus makes it clear there is an enemy, and He right. is seeking to to, uh, as He says here, steal, kill, destroy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was talking uh, this afternoon with this young lady I referred mm-hmm. to earlier, mm-hmm. I, um, we were talking about uh, the book called The Shack. Yes. Paul Young. Yes. And uh, uh, I love that book. Used to use it in, in uh, one of my uh, classes I taught I here at Kevin College. I love that book. Some people either love it or hate it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But I love it. There, and there's some really good things about it. The right. one thing that we were talking about this afternoon where it falls short is that the purpose of the book was to explain why there's evil in the world. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he never once mentions an enemy. And you can't explain evil in the world without... without. There being an enemy. Right, and I right. think our understanding as Adventists of the great controversy paradigm, uh, this understanding that there are these two sides at war with one another, right. is an important piece. Right. And so I see that here in, in, in verse 10. You know, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. There's not a period there. There's a semicolon right. in, in my version because it goes on to right. the more important piece. I have come mm-hmm. that they may have life and to have it more abundantly. Right. Yeah. And my ger- translation says my purpose. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's so good. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> I, I have yeah. nothing else to add. I think that's really good. Well, and the other thing I was thinking is, you know, uh, it's in First Corinthians 6, I believe, where, um, or is it First Corinthians 10, where, where it talks about uh, we're going to be tempted, right, in all these different ways, but... God will always provide the way of escape. Yes. Um, yes and so yeah. it's almost like, okay, Jesus is the door. Um, we're going to come and go, but 
that door is always available. Like that way of escape is always there. So it's almost right, like, right. right. If, if life is nothing but a series of doors that, we're, that we either choose to open or, and sometimes, right. You go to open a door and it will turn, but it's actually dead bolted and it won't go anywhere. <laughs> right, right. Or sometimes you go to turn it and it's not dead bolted and yeah. you go to push it a little bit, but then there's that chain that cuts, catches, <laughs> right. right? right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But sometimes that's how we, that, that's what we do, right. We yeah. kind of make a decision. We try to open it as far as, as it will go. And then if it's locked, then, then we move on. Um, but through it all, Jesus is always that door, right? It, yes, it's always yes. there as a way of escape right. um, for a more abundant life. Yeah, yeah. I, um, we often get get caught up in fighting the enemy, fighting sin, mm. um, whereas Jesus is saying, come to me, that's my battle. Yep, that's and, right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I love that, uh, that, that our effort— is not to fight sin or to fight the enemy. It's to fight myself and my tendency to stay away from Christ, mm. to come to Jesus. I, I, you know, I go back to what I remember uh, Morris Venden saying, you know, am I fighting the bad fight of sin or the good fight of faith? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the fight for me is to come in through the door today, to spend that time with Jesus, to say, Lord, come in today and change me, mm-hmm. change me. Give me that mm-hmm. new life we talked about here as yeah, the number, more uh, number five on my top 10 list. Yes. Uh, the yes. change life. I because life. that's his work, not right. mine. My point, my job is to come in right. through the door. Right. And then he takes care of the rest. Which is so freeing. Yes, right. It is. Where it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. I, I got to do this. Or I got to be like, okay, yeah, maybe you got some stuff you, you got to figure out. But at the end of the day, this is God's job. That's right. right. Our yeah. job is to get close to him. Yes, absolutely. Period. Yeah. Uh, and that's why he is the door. So, yeah, yeah, super, super good. Really appreciate your message. Uh, you mind thank praying you. for us? Oh, and yeah, then, absolutely. Uh, as we close out. All right, yeah, cool. thank Thanks. you. Dear Jesus, uh, thank you for just sharing these metaphors in, in scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a shepherd, you're bread of life, you're the light, you are all these things. You are the door. Mm-hmm. You are the way to salvation and to peace and hope and love and all these things we talked about. Mm-hmm. And uh, our hearts just go out in worship to say thank you for all of that. Mm-hmm. Hold us close. Um, keep us. Uh, keep us where you want us to be mm-hmm. as we come to you today. We praise you and we love you. Amen. 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 Well, thank you again so thank much, you. Jerry, for being here and for the message. Thanks so much for watching. Stay tuned next week. Pastor Andrea will be speaking on I Am the Light. That is this coming Saturday. And then we'll talk Very about good. it next week during Kennedy Connect. So have a good week. See ya.